You are now. <laughs> so you're in the show <laughs> about to witness. I'm sitting in a room with haters. <laughs> the awesome. <laughs> High tech production values. Crushing might. Of the you, uh, my throat hurts. Robinson show, and I'll just imagine I'm speaking here. Stop version number. Hold on, let me do this right. Two. Seven. Eight. <laughs> oh, that, that's eight right there. I'm the UJS Robinson Show Stopper. I'm your host, UJS Robinson. We've got a thrilling show for you today. Brought to you live from Leeds, England. Where they uh, will uh, hit your car with a hammer. Shoot their death in a nightclub and run your mayor pro them out of town. No, that's not Leeds. That's Huntington Beach, where you can still get Stigmata, Intro, All of Nothing is a Song. The record is called Calling of the Just. Still available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California, where they hit your car with a hammer. Shoot their death in a nightclub and run your mayor pro them out of town on a rail. So let's let Bob Riley sing us in as he has every week since 2007. Uh, and we can start talking about that which really matters. That is essentially me staying awake for the duration of the show. Mr. Robinson, well, you can keep nodding off. Yeah, like Sid Vicious. Listen, listen well. Well, I get stuff out of my head. So being paid back and forth, always nothing. All right, all right, my friends, Mina Freunde. Listen, I, I have to say, I have to say, uh, apologies go out. <laughs> apologies go out to every single person uh, I do jujitsu with who has been complaining bitterly over the last three weeks about my weight gain. And I've been like, you're crazy. I'm not heavier. I'm just big boned. I'm not stout. I'm not fat. They're like, oh, Mr. Ryan. <laughs> hey, 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 Mr. P, RP, I got something for you. You ready? Bing. How's that? Suck our nose. Not one, not three, but two middle fingers. Uh, anyway, they complained about the weight. They complained about being crushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. I'd like to take a few seconds to point out here that Mr. Ryan P has got nothing. Jesus Christ, it's hot in here. Uh, so uh, they complained bitterly about the weight. And I'm like, it's your problems in life have nothing to do with me. The fact that you have failed miserably to get out of the crushing side control of mine or, or that I'm sitting here with my balls on your chin, that's your fault. And uh, as I'm leaving to leave the country, 
I, uh, I, I weigh the suitcase because now you got to do that so they don't rape you for your last nickel before you get on the fucking plane. I'm weighing the suitcase. I go, oh, gee, I wonder how much I weigh. And I step on the scale and imagine my surprise when the scale just gets right up to 230 with no problem at all. So that's 12 pounds for those of you counting over the last time I stood on the scale. Now, the only difference has been CrossFit. So my new cult devotion to CrossFit is under the rubric of CrossFit makes you fat. So there's nothing wrong with being fat. Fat is where it's at. That's what I'm doing. That's how I gain the weight. Muscle. Bulking. Uh, that's what it is. Muscle. <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't. No. I'm just faking that I had a heart attack. You remember that we played on a ship in, 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 in Paris. And afterward, this woman comes up to me. She goes, I'd like to talk to you. I was like, yeah, this is, this is going to be good. She goes, I am a cardiologist. I go, oh, yeah, you, you, you're rich. And I just want to tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, you going to tell me? That you're about to die. <laughs> I was, what are you talking about? Die. And she's like, let me see your hands. And so I show her my hands. And she goes, look at your fingers. They're clubbing. Your, your fingers are clubbing. It's a sign that you have cardiac disease. Ah, you, you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> well, there are lots of reasons I shouldn't be doing this, but we die. She goes, yeah, you, you are going to, I suggest when you get back to America, you see an American cardiologist, but you know, cardiologists in America, they know nothing. Uh, okay. All right. So I go back, I get a bunch of tests done. Tip top. Ticker is tip top. I'm not going to, well, <laughs> we don't know. You could end up like Jackie Wilson. My heart is calling, calling. That's the song he died on on stage. Mr. Wonderful, they called him, and he died on fucking stage. You think he wanted to die on stage? I guarantee you he did not want to die on stage. So anyway, I'm a fat fuck, and I am happy to be a fat fuck. Because uh, like Roy Nelson, like Kogan said once upon a time, Roy Nelson, people were making fun of Roy Nelson. He goes, you know what? I trained with Roy Nelson, and Roy Nelson, yeah, he looks like a fat SOB. He could run you into the ground. That's just the shape he is. So that's the argument I'm going to use, though, of course, I can't run you into the ground. That's neither here nor there. So I get on the plane. And now I've decided that the key to having a successful flight is to not have to deal with, ah, oh, I'm closer to you now than ever, Munch, closer to you now than ever. I'm in Leeds. Let me know where you are. I'm going to come find you. So anyway, to not have to deal with and like they say, they did a comparative study between people who fly private jets and they who fly and who fly consumer jets. And they said the person who flies a, a, a consumer jet has 720 contact points before they get to their destination. That's 720 interactions with other human beings, whether it's saying excuse me to somebody in the terminal, whether it's talking about your ticket, whether it's dealing with the meal, sir, 720. You know how many it is when you fly private jet? 20. So if you want to know what the super wealthy are doing, they're having 20 interactions from when they leave their fucking door to where they land at their destination. You know how good that is? You know how fun that is? It's not that I'm an antisocial prick, but that is really fucking glorious. So I decided, broke as I am, to see how close I can get to that. 
So I get TSA pre, I get fucking uh, 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 clear. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do cost money, but it's worth it. And then, um, and then I'm trying to do global entry, but global entry is a fucking super difficult scam. You make an appointment, and they tell you we are going to call you sometime in the next three months. You have seventy eight hours to call us back. And if you don't do that, you miss your appointment and you miss your fee. So I pay the fee. And of course I'm not answering some fucking 800 number. I don't know. I don't answer. I miss my appointment. So I got to go back in for the global entry. But when I, when I was faking a leg injury, not really, but, and took Cora to San Diego, they put me in a wheelchair. The guy, well, they tried to fuck me with the wheelchair. That's that's a number one. They say, just sit there and a guy with the wheelchair will come and get you. And I, I knew by the sound of that, that that was never really going to happen. When they tell you to sit there and they put you in a corner, you got to know that you're going to fucking die there. Right. So then I just start, I start, Hey, I'm handicapped. And I got a three, like almost three-year-old on my lap. I just start screaming. Anybody in a uniform. Hey, 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 hey. Finally, some guy comes over. I go, Hey man. I'm disabled. Could you get me to the gate? And the guy, oh, certainly, sir. And so they send some some woman. And she goes, well, you, you know, you, you you she can't be on your lap in the wheelchair. Well, my daughter? No, she can't be there. I said, what would you suggest? Well, maybe you should get out of the wheelchair and walk and hold her hand. I said, that that that's your medical advice. And she goes, oh, okay. Well, I said, why don't you get her a wheelchair too? You could roll both of us to the gate. And she goes, well, that sounds kind of impractical. I said, well, what sounds practical? She goes, you know what? Let, let me just keep her on this on your lap. I go, perfect. So that was one interaction. Two, right? The guy who fucked me off and the lady who took over, they rolled me through everybody. Security? <laughs> no security. Go right through and uh, right to the gate. And I'm sitting there. They load on the plane. First on the plane, they roll me down the fucking gangway. It, they like almost carried me into my seat. That shit was glorious. That was like four interactions. It was a wonderful way to fly. So we get to SFO, and I said, I'm going to try all this shit out. Thanks for checking out this teaser of the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper. Please join us at showstomperpodcast.substack.com. Subscribe and enjoy the remainder of the show. Every show runs a little over an hour for free on the Show Stomper YouTube channel every single Sunday when it airs live. To catch the show after that, you will need to become a paid subscriber on Substack to help support Eugene's work and help us to keep churning these shows out week after week, year after year. Thanks for your support. See you on Substack.